You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome back into the Doctor's Lounge. I'm your host, Dr. Hal. And every week, either myself or my co-host, Dr. Mike, comes to you with the information that you need in healthcare so that you can advocate for yourself and for your family and be armed with the information that you need so that you can effectively do so. This show is brought to you by the Docs for Patient Care Foundation, which is the only physician-led think tank in the country. Our website is www.d4pcfoundation.org. Our ongoing efforts are dependent on you. So if you like what you hear on this show, if you like what you read on the website, if you support the work that we're doing, and we're doing a lot of good stuff, I need you to go to our website right now and give $5 or $500 or $5,000. No amount is too little or too much. But our ongoing success, this radio show, depends on your help. Um, so we'll we'll talk more about some other things in a bit. I want to welcome all of our Facebook um, watchers. The show is being streamed live on Facebook, and um, we are taking your comments, and we will talk about them on uh, this show. If you uh, go ahead and uh, log into America's Web Radio on Facebook and uh, type in your questions, and I'll be happy to uh, include you in the conversation. Uh, the uh, conversation today, I think, is going to be a very interesting one. It's it's more of a uh, monologue than a conversation. I, I uh, chose not to have a guest today. Our last two shows that I've done, we've had some interesting uh, guests, and we focused really on um, this topic that we're talking about today, which is the Medicare for All issue. And I really think that we can't talk about this enough because this is the um, quintessential topic going forward between now and the 2020 elections. And this is going to be discussed. It's going to be um, – uh, there. there's going to be – really so much rhetoric about health care that you're going to hear about from from the left from the from the socialists i don't like to call them social uh democrat socialists because they're socialists and so let's let's be honest about what we call these people they're not democrats they are socialists and the democrat party has been has been fractured and is right now divided by those who are liberal, who are the 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 um, historical classic Democrats, and then the socialists who are trying to take over the Democrat Party, and um, this uh, their ideas are are predominating and winning, and especially in healthcare. Um, we talked about the uh, Medicare for All plan two shows ago when we had Bob Moffitt from the Heritage Foundation on, and that, that was a, a great show. For those of you who didn't listen, I highly recommend that you go to our archives and listen to that show, download it on iTunes or on the website. Uh, two weeks ago, I had Dr. Morty Coyle, uh, a dear friend of mine, 
um, who's a pediatric urologist in Canada who spent um, over three decades of his career in the U.S. before moving back to Canada and has suffered, uh, I think, uh, greatly um, in terms of his uh, um, inability to be able to provide the kind of care that he has always been used to providing here in the United States because of the uh, socialist health care system in Canada, and the uh, impact on him has been profound in, in, in a way that it's similar to PTSD, and he's, he's looking at it as physician burnout, when in fact it's really, I think, moral injury, and that's the term that I think needs to be used instead of physician burnout. But we're going to be spending a lot of time in the next year um, bringing this subject up time and time again because it is so important that Americans understand the truth about socialized health care and what the people who are trying to push this forward are trying to do and why they're trying to do it and how they are lying to every American. And we got a little bit of a glimpse of this uh, this week when Bernie Sanders appeared on Fox News. Fox News has been shut out from the Democrat presidential debates this cycle. So instead, they've taken a tact of inviting all of the leading Democrat candidates on uh, the, sh- on the uh, station, on the um, network, to uh, participate in a town hall that's moderated by two terrific uh, news people on uh, Fox. And many people on the right are angry that Fox is giving them the platform, but I really think that this is important because there is no other way that you can um, understand what these people are saying and what they really mean. They can sugarcoat it, and Bernie tried to sugarcoat some of the things that he um, was saying. But if you unpack this, if you pull the curtain away, you get a really good idea of what they really think, what they want to do, what they want to impose on everyone. And I am not going to go through everything that Bernie um, discussed because as this show is entitled, it's the doctor's lounge, and even though... I'm interested in everything that he said. I am particularly focused on the healthcare aspect. And he didn't spend a lot of time on this, but I think that he made the points that he wanted to make clear enough. And I want to um, share this with, with everyone. But anybody who is stupid enough to swallow that these people are interested in 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 taking care of this problem of solving health care because they are concerned about Americans it, they they need they need to uh, uh, have a wake-up call they need uh, some cold water splashed in their face um, everyone should be very suspicious of the things that they're hearing from people like Bernie Sanders or the leading, Democrat candidates who have jumped on this bandwagon and over a hundred 
um, House um, uh, congressmen and congresswomen who supported their version of this uh, um, socialized health care uh, uh, law or, or proposal. And I don't like calling it Medicare for all, like they're trying to label this, because Medicare has been a program that has been universally um, uh, liked by seniors, accepted by seniors, and the, this plan is not Medicare for all, far from it. This plan guts Medicare, and um, and we'll, we'll get more into that in a bit. But um, I wanted to uh, uh, talk about the, what Bernie was saying. You know, Bernie Sanders... Um, in the last uh, presidential uh, go-around, introduced the concept of of uh, the the universal health care, and then in the 2016 um, Congress, he introduced his Medicare for All bill, and this was a comprehensive takeover of health care. People asked how he was going to pay for this, and he never really said how he was going to pay for it, but he alluded to the fact that there would be increased taxes and there would be um, uh, that that the super wealthy would pay their fair share for this, and by converting Medicare, putting the all the money, the $800 billion that is spent on Medicare and that is put into Medicaid and then supplementing it with increased taxes, there was ample resources to be able to provide a universal government-run health care plan for everyone. And that's just a flat-out lie. And I'm going to call these lies, lies, lies when they are, because they are nothing but spin and lies. And they, the, the socialists, the left, are trying to make make their case for why this needs to be they're trying to make the case that the United States is the only country in the world that does not provide universal health care for everyone and that is um, not entirely correct but the United States is also the best place in the country for health care. The United States is different than every other place in the world, and we don't want to become like everyone else. We want everyone else to become like us, and that's exactly what's happening in much of the Western world where they do have socialized health care, and they're discovering that it's not working, and they are moving away from it and emulating what we are doing here in the U.S. at a time where the left, where the socialists are proposing that we move in a direction like Europe or like other socialized countries in which their health care system is failing. So not to be outdone by Bernie Sanders, who has made this one of his central issues 
the leading cast of culprits who are trying to make a case for why they should be the president, people like Elizabeth Warren, Kamala Harris, Cory Booker, Kristen Gillibrand, the list goes on and on. These people have jumped on this Bernie Sanders Medicare for All, socialized health care bandwagon, and they are trying to outdo each other. Who could give more free stuff to people and who could make the case why our health care system is so bad and why we need to go to a system where everything that is provided to people should come from the government and why people actually would want that it, it's it's beyond my my capability to comprehend that because nowhere on earth has a system where the government gives everyone to people everything to people that they need all of their services nowhere on earth has that worked and so why people would want that is is uh you know just beyond beyond uh, my comprehension and people who are trying to tell you that they should be in a position where that where they're going to make that happen should be looked at suspiciously you should ask questions and I'm going to give you the questions to ask when we unpack what Bernie said on the Fox News um, uh, show this week so stay with us the Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome back into the Doctor's Lounge. Today we are unpacking Bernie Sanders' socialized health care plan for America and the comments that he made on the Fox News um, town hall this week with um, Brett Baer and Martha McCallum. So let's let's um, get right to that. He um, was talking about his plan, which I've laid out a little bit for you, um, and how health care is going to be free for everyone. And Martha McCallum then asked, well, isn't Medicare for all going to drive taxes up? 
to pay for the health care, whether it's in your income tax or payroll tax. And Sanders then jumped in and said, well, health care is not free. And McCallum said, of course not, but you just said it was going to be free for everyone. And Sanders said, it's going to be free at the point where you use it, okay? How much does a family of four pay for health care today? $28,000, right? And McCallum said, okay. And Sanders said, all right, we're spending $11,000 per person. We're saying that a family of four, you ain't going to pay 28000 anymore. You're not going to pay any more premiums. You're not going to pay any more co-pays. You're not paying any more deductibles. How's that? You're not paying. But that does not mean you're not going to pay something. Of course it doesn't. You're going to pay more in taxes. And Martha McCallum was very polite and didn't push him because everyone knows that this is going to cost everybody money. There's, This is going to be a system, according to what Bernie Sanders and the sponsors in the Senate and the people in the House who sponsored their bill, they these plans have been looked at according to what they're proposing, and independent analysis from both sides of of the of the aisle have looked at this and have concluded that at the very minimum a plan like this is going to cost in excess of 32 trillion trillion dollars now um, that's over 10 years okay so so that means 3.2 trillion dollars per year so let's let's be perfectly honest about things because I'm all about honesty. So right now, healthcare is the whole industry is a three point two to three point three trillion dollar industry. That's all in. That's everything. So if this were just transitioning from what we are at right now to what Bernie Sanders is proposing, then that possibly, possibly would not cost us more money. But there is absolutely no way that that's going to happen. And let me just um, refresh people's memory about Medicare. When Medicare was proposed back in 1964, it was... um, the the CBO estimated that the cost of Medicare was not going to exceed ten billion dollars. The cost was two billion initially. It wouldn't exceed more than ten billion dollars a year. Well, just ten years later, the cost of Medicare ballooned to in excess of a hundred billion dollars. Today, it is hovering close to $600 billion. So the estimates from the government about health care are never, ever accurate. And so it's always going to be more. So if this is going to cost $3.2 trillion more per year at the best, and most likely cost way more than that, maybe double, how do we pay for it? Well, 
you can tax every single rich person and double their taxes. In fact, you can take away their entire income and you would still be far, far short of being able to meet the demand for this system as it is proposed. The plan will nationalize health care. What that means is it will outlaw private health insurance. Now, do you think that the insurance companies are going to stand for this? Not that I care about insurance companies or what they think, but this is the, they're proposing that an entire industry get wiped out. And that is going to really be um, uh, a, a, uh, a heavy lift. It will outlaw any health care transaction outside of the government plan if it's covered, if the government plan covers it. So any health care service that is covered, you have to get through the government. If you attempt to try to get it through any other source, or if a doctor gives that service to you, provides that service to you, that's illegal. The doctor is can be can be um, prosecuted. The patient is breaking the law. Nobody really knows what the penalties are because this plan doesn't exist yet. But that's what the proposal would be. It would completely, completely gut employer-covered health care benefits. And there are warts in, um, there are warts uh, in um, the, the current employer-based health care model, and that needs to change. And believe me, no one is a bigger critic of the way the health care system is being run right now than than I am, but but um, the the employer based healthcare provides insurance for over 180 million Americans. What we really need to do is what President Trump has proposed and others before him, which is to um, make it such that insurance stays with people so that when they leave their jobs, they get to keep their insurance, just like life insurance. So this is something that that is a positive change that can be enacted, but this is not what the socialists want for you. They want the government to control everything. So, so I think that it's very important for people to ask some very basic questions when um, when. You listen to socialists discuss a, a government-run health care system and uh, be very critical, be very suspect. Don't believe anything because these people are notorious liars. They want control. That's what socialists want. They believe that they know how to control people's lives better then you can control your own lives. And it starts with health care. And once health care is controlled by the government and you are dependent on the government for this very basic service, then it's over. Because anything that they want to impose 
is, is will will follow suit. So the questions that people really need to be asking are right now the government controls more than 50% of healthcare in with um, Medicare, Medicaid, VA, Indian Health Service, the CHIP program. So are they doing a good job right now? The answer is no. They're doing a terrible job with Medicaid, which is the worst of the health care programs in the U.S. Now, that is a, a federal-state partnership, but nonetheless, it is government-controlled one way or the other, and it is terribly, terribly run, with the exception of some states which have applied for Medicaid waivers and are experimenting with better ways of taking care of the Medicaid population. But the way that it, it has historically been um, run has been absolutely disgraceful. And that's mostly because of the high demand the patients who are on Medicaid um, uh, put on services like emergency rooms, urgent care centers, places that they rely on for their primary care, which aren't intended for that. And the reason for that is because they can't find doctors to take care of them. And the reason for that is because the reimbursement for services to the doctors who take care of those patients is so poor that it doesn't even cover their overhead. So this is just a house of cards. Specifically with government-run health care programs, like the VA, which is an absolute disgrace to the veterans, this is a fully run federal uh, health care uh, program. From, from coverage to administering care, all across the board, the people who work there are there are two groups of people who work there those who are very dedicated and and very very um um just just good good-hearted people who really care but can't do what they want to do in that system and then there are the bureaucrats who work there who couldn't care less about the veterans and they are there just to collect a paycheck as are so many bureaucrats, and they really are, take no pride in, in the job that they do. They just um, are, are pencil pushers. And, um, and that's the kind of system that we would be looking at if the federal government controlled all of health care. So why would we want to give the federal government 100% control when they do such a lousy job with the 51% or 52% that they currently cover. If anybody else has some questions, I would really um, uh, invite you to uh, um, ask them on our Facebook page. And so I hope that people are tuning in and, and uh, um, watching this and that they'll participate and ask their questions. And we'll get back with some more questions to ask about health care and the socialized health care system in the next segment in the Doctor's Lounge. So stay with us. 
The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. Hi, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. and listen to The Doctor's Lounge, where you get a private insight into the conversations that doctors have amongst themselves. Join us Thursday, 8 a.m. every week. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Thanks for being with us today in the Doctor's Lounge. Um, I'm your host, Dr. Hal, and we are unpacking the Bernie Sanders Socialized Healthcare Plan. The socialized health care plan that has been embraced by every leading Democrat who is trying to get the Democrat nomination for president. So listen very carefully to the things that I'm saying today, because if we have a Democrat White House, if we get a Democrat Senate, this is what you can hope to see in healthcare, which is a very dystopian um, view of healthcare and America going forward, which which I think that uh, would uh, not be the America that I would want to see for my kids or my grandkids. So, what are other questions that you should be asking when you? Here, these socialists propose a government-run health care system. So if you have such a system, aren't you going to increase the demand? If you can just go to the doctor whenever you want and you don't have to pay anything and you can go for a runny nose or you can go for a hangnail or you could just absolutely inundate the system with demand how are you going how is it going to function how can you um, control things when there is completely unlimited unrestrained demand and that's the most important question there are only two ways to do this one is to decrease payment to doctors now a lot of people think that that's a great idea because they think that doctors make too much money anyway. And if, you know, we can get into that conversation on another show. That's not that's not the subject of today's show. But the other way to do this is to ration care. And and that's how it has been done in socialized systems around the world 
ever since socialized health care was first introduced. And I'm going to get back to those subjects in just a bit. But I want to give you some other questions that you need to be thinking about when you hear people say um, Medicare for all. They're not going to say socialized health care because they're trying so, so hard, so desperately to distance themselves from socialism because they know that if they admit to being socialists, that's a losing argument because anyone who has any education, and unfortunately that's a big problem with the young people today, they are in love with socialism because they are being indoctrinated in schools, they are not learning history, they are not learning civics, they are ignorant. And they they um, they hear all of these platitudes, all of these lovely utopian type of of uh, uh, um, wishes and they embrace it and um, and so so when you hear people talk about these th- these issues these these um, uh, socialist ideas they don't want to they don't want to package it or label it as socialist they want to they want to distance themselves but you have to you have to um, always ask these questions another question that I think is very important is that where will people go when they need to get care that's unavailable to them because the line is too long to get care um, England has a socialized health care system but people can get health care there privately Canada has a socialized health care system, and in most provinces, private contracting is um, is outlawed. But so many Canadians come to the U.S. for their care, hundreds of thousands every year. And so we are a safety valve for the Canadian health care socialized system. But if we do a socialized plan here in the U.S., What's going to happen? What's going to happen to the average person, the average Joe? I'll tell you what's going to happen. They're screwed. They are going to have to wait in line. They won't have any recourse. Now, the wealthy will have a recourse. They don't want to wait. They can go and take a plane to Bermuda or to Costa Rica or you know anywhere else that they want and can get health care in a private setting. That, that uh, is, is going to be the, what they are um, going to have available to them. And don't make any mistake about it. These socialists who are trying to ram this plan down your throat are wealthy. You heard Bernie Sanders talk about how much money he has. He's He acknowledged he's a millionaire. How did he become a millionaire as a senator, for crying out loud? Look at Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. This woman just won the lottery. She went from a bartender's salary to a salary of a U.S. congressman making nearly $200,000 a year. She just yesterday signed a book deal to talk about her rise her her 
un- unprecedented rise to fame. There'll probably be a movie about this. She is she is a a a person who absolutely vilifies the capitalist system and yet profits from it. And that's what all of these people do. Kamala Harris. She she released her tax returns. She was making three million dollars a year. So these people are all just filthy liars and they are the privileged class just like they are in every other socialist dictatorship where they steal from the masses and they live privileged lives and they can do anything that they want and when it comes to health care that's what's going to happen to these people and i always wonder what they're thinking why they're proposing this if this is the system that they're trying to impose on everybody and the answer is because this is what they're going to do they're going to they're going to go outside the lines and i think that if they impose such a system like this they should criminalize anyone who tries to get health care outside of the U.S. system and throw their butts in jail if they try to do this. And, and, um, and this is, this is what you really need to be asking about these people, what they, um, propose to do for themselves. Um, another question that we should be asking, um, is, uh, is, in a system like this, how how is it that countries around the globe who have socialized health care are moving further and further away from the socialized system and putting more private health care in place? And, and these people are telling us, we are a bad system and we need to move in the direction that all the other countries in the world are moving away from. How, how are people so stupid that they believe this stuff? And anybody who wants to do research about this can see that in virtually any country in Europe, they have a private option to go into. In fact, there was an article, excuse me, <coughs> in the Wall Street Journal um, this past week about the system in um, in the Netherlands and in um, Germany and Switzerland where they are, um, they have a, a terrific system of uh, public health but also an equally robust system of private health care. And, and that really is um, a system that other countries are starting to embrace. And, and um, anyone who is uh, proposing that we abandon private health care in this country, again, should be criminalized for any attempt that they make to get health care outside of a system that they're proposing for everyone else. I want to know, another question is, why do socialists fear options that rely on lowering costs, the cost of drugs, the cost of care with price transparency, patient responsibility with skin in the game? These are proposals that the Trump administration 
is um, is helping to enact. And there are only two logical answers to this question. The first is that they believe that people are incapable of making decisions for themselves. And I think that's very true. These people are very um, paternalistic. They view people, especially minority groups, as um, lower intelligence despite their claims to the opposite. And um, they don't believe that they can make um, sound, adequate health care decisions. The other logical answer to that question of why they don't want to um, look for solutions to a system that is actually the best healthcare system in the country and make it better, but want to transform it, is because they want to control everything. And by controlling everything, then they will be able to then move on and control, if they control your health, they can look to control other aspects of life. You know, the people who say, like Barack Obama, he wanted to fundamentally transform America. You know, people who love something don't want to fundamentally transform it. What they want to do is they want to improve it. If you love somebody, if you love your wife, you don't want to fundamentally transform her. If she has some flaws, you want to maybe call attention to them and and explain why certain things may bug you and you want to fix those problems in your marriage. But you don't want to throw out your marriage and start from scratch. People who are proposing things like universal health care, who want to completely take over the health care system, they hate our country. They hate America. They hate the American health care system, which is really the best health care system in the world. And I will be more than happy to debate that topic with any leftist who tries to tell us that that's not the case. And I've done that before on other shows, and uh, I can cite um, uh, example after example why that's so. So let's let's talk about what happens when the government controls 100% of health care, okay? First, health care is going to be rationed. It has to be rationed. And... Anyone who denies this is a liar. They are lying to you. It's the only way that you can run a, a socialized healthcare system. And the question is, who's going to decide? Who will make the decision about how healthcare will be rationed? What are the criteria? Who's going to get care? Who isn't going to get care? What does this mean? Well, it means long lines for visits, long waits. If you're unhappy right now with seven-minute visits to your internist with their face buried in a computer and very often not even seeing them and seeing a mid-level, wait until the government controls all of health care. The long waits for surgery that occur in Canada or England will 
be what comes to the U.S. Right now, people can get surgery when they need it rather quickly, but that will disappear when the government decides what surgeries they'll approve, who will be able to get it, where and when, if you can get surgery. Um, it may mean the end of wellness, cancer screenings. You know, the, the screenings in Canada for colon cancer are, are not routine in some of the provinces. And so when people present with colon cancer, it is often at an advanced stage. And our friend Sally Pipes talks about this all the time with her mother, who um, died from advanced colon cancer because she did not get routine screening up in Canada. Um, it may mean that people are not going to get the drugs that they need, the expensive drugs for problems like MS or multiple or um, or uh, cancer, and um, and innovation dies. I'll get back to this in the last segment. So, so I want to just uh, um, conclude in the last segment with what's going to happen if these socialists get their way and we, we uh, unfortunately, get a socialized health care system rammed down our throats. So please stay with us. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. This is Daryl Pullis inviting you to listen to America's Homegrown Veggie Show right here every Saturday morning at 10 Eastern Time. Great guests, great tips, and valuable information about growing your own vegetables, fruits, and herbs. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Thanks for being with us in the Doctor's Lounge today. We're unpacking the Bernie Sanders Socialized Health Care Plan, what it means, questions you need to be asking when you hear about this. Um, it is... Uh, a subject that I have been focused on more than virtually any in the last few years, more so than Obamacare. This is probably the single most dangerous idea in, regarding health care that I have um, uh, witnessed in my more than 30 years of practicing medicine. And um, it has got to be... Um, uh, 
squashed. It cannot be allowed to breathe life. And people need to understand what this means. So we left off in the last segment talking about um, rationing of health care and what and that people won't be able to get care that they need. They won't be able to get the the drugs that that um, are very expensive for diseases that are difficult to treat um, or that are um, chronic. Uh, disease, cancer treatments will will uh, be looked at and scrutinized and people will right now who are getting um, treatment to extend their life a year or two years will will um, uh, perhaps, um, not get those treatments anymore. In England, they look at this. Um, if they, the um, National Health Service looks at what's called quality-adjusted life years, and they decide if the treatment is going to exceed a certain amount of money and the amount of time that someone has to live is limited, the treatment, they won't pay for that treatment. So it means if you've got a terminal cancer, you might not get the treatment that you need to extend your precious life one year. And that year can mean so much to some people. It may mean that if you've got a arthritic knee and you can't walk, that you won't get the knee replacement that you need because you're 79 years old. And uh, it doesn't matter that the quality of your life will suffer. You're going to uh, uh, be at the mercy of people who are rationing the care. In a system like this, innovation dies. Why would a, a business, why would any business try to develop new treatments or drugs if there's no incentive for them to profit from it? And that's that's the American way. These people don't like the American way. You heard Bernie Sanders say, isn't the American dream for people to to aspire to become wealthy? And he said, no, that's not the American dream. This guy is a fraud. He is living the American dream. He doesn't want others to live it. Um, healthcare will suffer. We're going to go from the best healthcare system to mediocre. And um, that is, in my opinion, just just an absolute shame. This is Atlas Shrugged uh, um, coming coming to to reality and coming to life. In a system like this, Medicare disappears. So Medicare for all is not Medicare for all. Medicare is absorbed into the system. The system that people paid in for their entire life, their entire working life will cease to exist. And so this promise of Medicare for seniors will be broken. More likely, these individuals, the elderly, will be victims. Like I've said, they won't get their knee replacement or the cancer treatment because care will be rationed. So any senior that is listening to this and supports this system should be evaluated for dementia. You should have your heads examined. So what does this mean for the delivery of health care? Well, when reimbursement to doctors is slashed, and it will be, the workload's going to go up, and who is going to take care of patients? Experienced doctors will leave medicine. We're seeing this in socialized countries, that there is a, a huge 
um, uh, void in the workforce, the, the skilled workforce, the physician workforce, even the nursing workforce. Um, it's going to leave a giant vacuum. It will not be able to be filled. Younger doctors who are less well-trained than ever before in my lifetime because of all regulations that are imposed that prevent the adequate training of these young doctors are going to lose their mentors, the people who have the experience. Those people will go away with their institutional knowledge and the quality of care will forever be diminished. Young people will be discouraged from going into medicine because of the frustration of working hard in a system that is trended toward mediocrity and that is far less secure from a financial standpoint than other fields. So why would people go into medicine? The quality of the people filling this void will diminish, will get the worst of the worst going into medicine. Not the smartest, not the best and the brightest, not the most eager and energetic. Now, the fields where you don't really have to do things like the, I, I don't mean this in a, in a, in a disparaging way, but what we call in medicine the cognitive fields, the medicine, the fields in medicine where you're thinking and you're, um, evaluating and then making a diagnosis and recommending a treatment. Those fields will be filled with nurse practitioners or PAs who are far, far less experienced, less knowledgeable, and it will be a sign of the the downward trend of medicine. But in surgery, where you have to have training to um, be able to perform operations, where do you get these people when the pool is lower when the bar is lowered, where are you going to get them? You're going to have to import them. You're going to have to get them from countries around the world and replace them. You're going to get doctors who are escaping their countries, the poverty in their countries, and are willing to come to this country for the mere pittance that the government-run system is willing to pay them. We're not going to know about the quality of these doctors. We're not going to know about their training or their education, they don't care. That's not what this system is is built for. This system is built just to check the box off and say that healthcare is available to everyone. It's not about quality. It's not about outcomes. It's about availability, and even that will not be um, fulfilled the way that they're promising you. So this is the dystopian socialist view of the left wing of the Democrat Party today. These are the liars. These are the people who need to be exposed. So what can you do? Well, what you can do is you can ask these questions at town halls. All of these candidates are are um, holding town halls. They're all making their way to Iowa, to New Hampshire. They're going around the country. We see the Elizabeth Warrens. We see the 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 Betos. We see the Kamala Harris and the Cory Bookers. The people who are so shallow and don't have any 
real depth to their positions, but love to speak in platitudes, you can hold them accountable. You can ask the questions that I have shared with you so that you can find out for yourself. You can look up on the on the internet the the things that that are happening in socialized countries around the world and and i'm not making this up you can find out about the national health system in england and the trouble that they're having it's reported in the daily mirror on a regular basis and there the british press are not bashful about um, exposing the the problems in their national health care system you can see what's being reported in Canada with uh, the problems that they're having in their system. Um, you know, Can- Canadians are extremely polite people, and they will wait online. But Americans are are intolerant of of uh, having to wait. They are very demanding. We are people who want um, service. We want results. And this kind of system will not deliver any of that. So it's really important for people to um, to hold these people's feet to the fire and ask them the tough questions. How are they going to pay for it? What does that mean in terms of take home? You know, the rich are not going to pay for this. You know, the the people who are going to pay for it are you and me, the everyday people, the people between the coasts, the 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 bulk of Americans are going to pay for it. And we're going to pay for it in more than one way, more w- than just with our pocketbook. We're going to pay for it with the quality of the health care that we're going to be getting in the future. So these are the questions that you need to be asking. There are better ways of doing things than than we're doing them right now. There are solutions that are out there. We can't ever get a honest um, debate going with the um, divided Congress the way it is, the Congress that has no real solutions but that wants to um, just push back against this administration and wants you to believe that if they had both um, ha- uh, branches of Congress and uh, both houses of Congress and the White House that things will be better. It won't be better. So um, in um, I'm hoping in the next show we can get Bob Moffitt back here from the Heritage Foundation. If not the next show, then, then an upcoming show so that we can um, not trash the socialized plan but share with you Ideas that work, that that should work, that uh, will uh, make healthcare better for everyone. So, thank you for being with us today, and uh, come back in the doctor's lounge next week with my uh, co-host, Doctor Mike, and back with me in two weeks. Thanks for being with us. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.